If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. That's right, that's right. Out of the mouths of babes. You understand what I'm saying? What she was basically saying was, I'm with you when you write. Okay? And that's the moment that we all crave in conversation, in debate, in situation, sometimes in relation. You want to be the one who what? Told y'all niggas, I told y'all niggas. (laughs) That was candy on the last episode of this (laughs) Told y'all niggas, one go round. Loop-de-loop, that's it. Okay? <laughs> Y'all thought that's what Candy told them. <laughs> but I guess we'll come back we'll to that. We'll get there. Yeah, We're we'll, not there yet, we'll, but we'll get oh there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell would like to have a musty brain? Not I. Not I, said Dustin Ross. Hi, friend. Hi. I found my groove on the microphone. <laughs> this is the sonic space that best suits me. And uh, I've always wanted to be a nighttime, uh, quiet storm DJ. I feel it in my spirit. So, hey, friend, how you doing? <laughs> oh, God. I'm good. How are you? How was your weekend? The weekend was so refreshing, so amazing. Like Luther Mr. Vandross Versace. said. He's so crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was so, so amazing, amazing. <laughs> I want to stay forever. Okay. It was amazing. We were in Barbados, beautiful Barbados in the St. James Parish, um, celebrating the birthday of none other than Kid Fury. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a, a large group of friends. I don't know if Dirty everybody Dirty. that was there wants people to know that they were there so I'm not going to name names but Dead. it was an amazing trip um, we totally wow. brought in okay. we totally brought in my homie Fury's birthday with a bang um, being a part of that was just so wonderful and also being able to unplug was great right um, I literally I had the data plan on my phone I didn't use it no no I was I on Wi-Fi else. a couple times and that's it I felt no pressure um, Asante can speak more to this, but we had a beautiful, beautiful, literal mansion in Barbados to ourselves, fully staffed, um, the most gracious, kind staff you ever want to meet in your yes. life. Um, it was such a humbling experience to have somebody give you that type of great service. It was yes. just amazing. So I'm so gracious to them. 
Um, and just like I said, being able to celebrate my nigga's birthday. I told y'all niggas. <laughs> it was lit. Asante, how's yours? Uh, ditto to Dustin. Uh, Barbados was an amazing time. We were in Rihanna's playground. They <laughs> saw her crib. FYI. Okay. FYMFI. <laughs> Literally, you get out of, off the plane in the airport, you see Rihanna hung up in that bitch. And I you love know. that. <laughs> that was just huge on the. <laughs> she is running things, running things. Royalty, royalty, royalty. For okay. real. Shit, she got Barbados on her back. So shout out to that. We did pass by her, her crib. Okay, we know where the spot's at. Yes. Had a beautiful, beautiful stay. It was amazing. It was a different vibe from little rats being on the ground in New York City to crabs running around like <laughs> on the beach and then getting caught in the villa because it was the middle of the night and there was a crab stuck in there and I had to get security like security there's a crab in not here. security yes yes, yes. <laughs> it was it was really bougie who will scare the shit out of you if you don't know that security, security. baby that first night they was riding around the grounds I was tiptoeing them. and I said <laughs> I know I don't know much but I know that was something moving and ain't nobody told me nothing and we somewhere where I don't know nothing about it. Who the fuck is behind Bush number one? Jay was like, who's there? What's yeah. that? <laughs> oh, no, some niggas out there. <laughs> it was. She yes, was right. But after we, Look, you know. Y'all know how I am with that fight or flight shit. So I went on over there like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And they were like, hi, we're security. You know, I was like, oh, what's up? So then it was cool. It was. It was a great time. But friend, how was your weekend? Yes. Uh, It was a rough week. What? Yeah, it was. Who we got to fight? We got to lay hands on somebody? No, 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 no. no. On a personal level. But it's better now. Maya's here. Maya. Yes, Seamus Maya's here. That's why the fourth mic is here. (laughs) 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 So that made it all better. So That's wonderful, friend. It's it's already looking up. Business-wise, it's been, I will say... I'm excited about 2018. Yes. My, it was such a seesaw this week. Like the, on a business level, things just completely shifted Mm -hmm. where I'm like so excited. Mm -hmm. But then on a personal level, the seesaw was like, so you know how that goes. Purgatory. (laughs) Right. But I'm good. I'll be good. So I'm just trying to. Focus on what's working right now. That's Amen. good. Friend. And take it there. Congratulations. Thank you. On your upcoming I'm church announcement. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, I'm so excited. Life is good in Wonderful that sense. Friend. So I'm excited. But anyways, are you guys ready to jump into the show? In, out, and side to side. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with the recap. So last week, we discussed... <laughs> We had an episode titled Role Model Blues, and we discussed the pressures of being a role model, the expectations that are attached to that. We had a lot of opinions, (laughs) and so did you guys. Um, As always, (laughs) we looked through them. So, Asante, tell me who stood out to you. I don't actually know if this young lady would like her name shared, but Carissa wrote in. But you going to say it? I am. She didn't say not to. <laughs> no, so didn't. Carissa knew. She wrote in, and I had to say her name for this purpose. <laughs> the subject is a white girl's letter to crackers. Okay? What? <laughs> I thought not Carissa I was thought black. Was... <laughs> See, so, Every girl so, I ever met named Carissa could dance or either do nails or something. Carissa. Well, she might could do them, but you see why I had to share her name. So this was her letter to Crackers, okay? I would really like to just throw in my two cents about this episode and Asante getting into how he's been told he has to cater to a white audience more, slash suggesting that he may offend some white people. 
As a white girl, I would like to say that I enjoy the friend zone and hearing you guys speak every week and have never felt like you aren't speaking to me or wish you did something to relate to me being white because what the fuck? (laughs) Anyone that tells you that you have to do that is either a cracker or just plain stupid if there's even a difference between the two. I mainly would really like you to read this on the podcast to inform all other white people from the voice of a fellow white person that if you are offended by jokes or comments about white people made by anyone, then that means a part deep inside of you knows that you are a fucked up white person and that you are just insecure that people will see your fucked up perception of the world. Well, guess what? If you stop being fucked up, then you won't be insecure about being fucked up. Shrugs, who would have thought? So I just wanted to read that. I told y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just coming from another white person. Allegedly, okay? It is uh, an email. So dead. I do want to just say that because, you know, someone will try to test the validity. It came across my mind as well. So that's where I'm going to leave that. We have to do an old school MySpace sign. Take a picture with your name <laughs> on the sheet. But that don't even now work you, no more because people Photoshop, Photoshop the it. the fuck yep, out of yep, shit. Yep. They, have you seen all the signs that have been Photoshopped mm-hmm. on? Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that. <laughs> a different segment for a different day. Friend, what did you find? <laughs> on SoundCloud, Ms. DJ said, The topic on Nikki and Eve, y'all came across as judgmental to me because Eve has a different opinion than the masses. To say she's hating the or jealous of Nikki is wild. We do have to stop holding celebs as such a high status, but it's nothing wrong with being mindful of what of what one does. Not everyone has a parent telling them right from wrong. And in the age of social media, it's hard to explain the difference. And to say Eve was just saying that to please her co- her white coworkers is wrong. They asked her opinion and she gave it. I don't agree with the cover. It's distasteful. And at this point in Nikki's career, why? As Common said, if I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hating. <laughs> Well, friend, you read the comments, so you should just start. Sorry. When I looked up, y'all's faces just like... <laughs> we read it in front. Yeah, <laughs> You know. I really wish there was a camera. I looked up, and y'all both gave me that face like, mm. <laughs> So, Miss DJ, <laughs> I, the only thing I will say is you saying that Eve has a different opinion than the masses. I actually think her opinion is of the masses, which is... Where I was coming from, on my opinion, saying that you should mind your business. I think you're right. She had her. her <laughs> sorry, <laughs> y'all's faces keep distracting me. She has the right to her opinion. It's her show. Absolutely, the same way that we have our show, we have the right to our opinions. Completely understand and respect that. But I also think um, that cover is where Nikki's at. That's all I say about that. That's that on that. What about you, Dustin? What stood out to you? Well, I would like to know what <laughs> oh, she... Oh, no. He done grab the iPad. I just... I want it to be clear. I just want to know what not everyone has a parent telling them right from wrong. And, and in the age of social media, it's hard to explain the difference. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Like, I just don't understand, like, why we're even, why she even added that. So, obviously, this hit home for her some kind of way. But it's just funny to me that she's being judgmental. And in her profile picture, it's a back shot. Here we go. Her profile picture is a back shot. So, who's zooming who, girl? Moving on, child. Oh, my God. So, Dustin, what'd you find on these streets? In these streets. In these streets. Don't get it fucked up. Don't get it fucked up. Um. Yeah, so... Last week was really something else. Um, I had a great time, you know, doing the show last week. 
And in the Twitter streets, I found some things that really, you know, made me excited. One of which was from Kia, who is Fireflies Pod. And her tweet says, purchased my ticket in September, and it seems like I've been waiting forever for December 1st. I'm so ready for Friends on Pod live this Friday in D.C. Can't wait to meet Fran, Asante, and Dustin. So we're excited about that, too. This Friday, we will be in Washington, D.C., live and in stereo for you niggas. So we will see you this Friday in D.C. Few, few, minimal, minimal tickets still available (laughs) at thefriendzonelive.com. Be there or be square. And Kia's event, too. That's yes. right. Yes. Right? Hashtag team typing fast. Yes. Okay. Uh, our beloved Dr. Uh, Taikia Robinson from Getting Grown Pod. We're so proud of Getting Grown Pod and how it has just made its own lane and pathway. And, and they're hosting. They're hosting our, our show, show. on Friday, which is awesome. Yes, which we're so excited about. So you will get to meet both of them. And Kia's event is coming up soon. Shout out to hashtag Team Typing Fast. Don't forget to check out Kia. You can actually find her on Instagram at Takia Nicole. That's T Y K E I A Nicole N I C O L E. And she will have all the details for Typing Fast and Taking Care. It seems like we're doing a whole DC takeover since the friend zone is going to be there on Friday. Right. But Kia's event will be happening December fifteenth from seven to nine p.m. You can grab your t- you grab your seat at the table, excuse me, Cute. at bit.ly slash team typing fast. Sorry, <clears throat> bit.ly slash typing fast taking care DC. So that is going to be December 15th from 7 to 9. Log on to the website so you can get all the details, and that's in the DC area. And the tickets are halfway sold out already. Yes. yes. She's halfway sold. Don't wait on that. Do no. not wait. Homegirl ain't playing. <laughs> Speaking of Dr. Kia uh, and her Twitter account, which is at nothing but treble. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to at Jerry H. And shout-out to her because her name is Jerry, spelled J-H-E-R-I. And that hit home with me because it's like the curl. So, (laughs) yes. Um, But she tweeted, Oh, what I would give to see Look at Dustin and Nothing But Treble eating chicken and dancing to Rocksteady. Friend goals. Oh, what a moment. For a second, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Where did she get that from? You know where that was going for a minute. (laughs) Fran was like, wait a minute. This visual is so specific. (laughs) Well, what else is she trying to see? Yes. Um, And then our last one in these streets goes out to Pat the Supreme. Uh, who tweeted, uh, friend zone, friend, Asante, Dustin. As a New Orleans native, this makes me so proud. As a New Orleans native, I am shook by that Katie Red intro. <laughs> that voice usually means catch the nearest wall and shake for dear life. Don't and I'm at work excited. at a coffee shop, so just picture it. Hashtag no false alarms. Shout out to you, Pat the Supreme, for understanding and validating... <laughs> That my time spent in New Orleans has not been for naught. <laughs> and I have been affected, impacted, redirected, <laughs> sometimes redacted <laughs> oh my God. in New Orleans. Yes. <laughs> Bam, see? I didn't even mean to pull that up. And shout out to Boosie <laughs> with your ignorant ass. Okay. Yeah. So, anywho, you guys, now that we're talking about being ignorant, I'll lead the show this week. (laughs) All right! (laughs) Y'all know what that means. 
It's time to have some motherfucking fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wild card episode, y'all. That's right. This week, it is a wild card episode. We look forward to this monthly to just have a good time and engage with you all on a hood level. So uh, (laughs) I would like to begin this week's episode by taking note of the fact that this week, the Grammy nominations for 2018 were announced. Shout out to LaTroy, a.k.a. at Mr. L. Davis on Twitter, who said, ah, Grammy nomination day, a.k.a. the day that everybody thinks they're L.A. Reed. (laughs) Everybody's got an opinion on these Grammy nominations. And so we figured, well, hell, why not bring it to the podcast? So the first order of business on today's docket... Shout out to T.S. Madison and Kaya. I didn't have a gavel, so I had to use my hand. (laughs) The first order of business on the docket is we're actually going to dissect the big four. Everybody knows what those are, right? The big four Grammy Award categories, which is Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, and Best New Artiste. Wait, before we do that, Mm -hmm. I have to shout out my friends. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on with the list. Come on with the list. Right? Because I have five friends (laughs) that have been nominated, and that is amazing. I have to shout out Claude Kelly. Yes. Chug Harmony and yes. Mike Piazza, who yeah. are like my hearts. And Mike Piazza is the engineer who's been with them since he was super young. He was yes. like a teenager. So to see him being Grammy nominated, like almost made me cry because I know how hard he's been working for this. Um, but they are nominated for Gospel Album of the wow. Year. Wow, 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 wow. So that's exciting. PJ Morton is nominated for R&B Song and R&B Album of the Year. Wow. And then James Fontlore, who y'all know is like my heart, he is nominated for Song of the Year. So congratulations. Hopefully they all take all of that home because they are deserving. And those are huge categories. Huge categories. So congratulations. I love you all. That made me really happy. Shout out to Lewis York Music getting nominated for a Grammy because on a petty note, now we can say that our... Theme music was produced <laughs> and created by, by Grammy, Grammy not, uh, you hopefully know, Grammy award, award winning. <laughs> okay, Lewis York music. Let's talk Yay. about it. Amen. Cheers to growth. Right. Cheers to growth. Cheers to growth and keeping your foot on the neck of the game. For real. That's what that's called. So on that positive note, <laughs> okay, on that Candy Burris note, <laughs> I would like to begin. Shout out to Shanene. Shout out to Martin in general. Remember when Shanene was at the Ladies League and he she was like, "Candy burst note to Martin." To Sh- Candy burst to Shanene. Catch it. So, 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 oh <laughs> so. But remember, <laughs> side, no, all jokes aside. Well, I guess not because this, this is, is a joke, <laughs> right? But remember when Shanene was like, "I can currently be seen <laughs> dancing in one of Luke's latest videos, <laughs> but I don't take nothing off." Oh my god. <laughs> I've always wanted to introduce myself by saying, I can currently be seen. I should have did it during Secure last summer. But anyway. So, all right. So now that the Wi-Fi has finally loaded up the nominees, here are the nominees for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, and Best New Artist, which are the four categories that we about to break down. Okay? And then we're going to do a little something special. So let's start with Record of the Year. Uh, the first song nominated is Redbone by Childish Gambino. Okay. okay. You guys Childish Gambino fans? I am, yes. Of course. Of course. All right. Shout out to Donnie Glover. That's DG. who he is. That's right. DG, if you with me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We with. got the show. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and now that Atlanta is out, Donald Glover is what? 
set like a roller set, okay? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> look, sh- set like Spider-Man set. Okay, set like Ting Lotion, okay? <laughs> Did you say lotion. Ting Lotion? Setting lotion. You get it? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Next song uh, up for the category of record of the year, Despacito. Y'all know who it's by because we all didn't heard it enough times to have a new word for each it's letter in the, the word to represent how many times. <laughs> all right. You know people going to say that. Next song, The Story of OJ by Jay-Z, a.k.a. Steel Nigga, which they should have put in parentheses because that's what everybody thinks the name of that song is. Right. Right. Next song, Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Last song, 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. So again, the nominees are Redbone by Childish Gambino, Despacito, Too Many People to Name, The Story of OJ by Jay-Z, <laughs> Humble by Kendrick Lamar, and 24 Karat Magic in the Air by Bruno Mars, who someone said looked like Ida B. Wells today on Twitter, oh and I almost God. lost my everything I had eaten for lunch. Bruno Mars looks exactly like no, Ida B. Wells. And I tell you, when I, t- I had to fan myself. And it's, no, it's December damn near in New York. But anyway, so what's your pick? Oh, my God. Record of the year. What's your pick, Asante? So I think I have it, I have it right here. I pulled mm-hmm. the, You know, I had to pull it up myself. So I would like for Kendrick's Humble to win. Why? Uh, I heard that record everywhere. And, you know, it... It felt like a new era of Kendrick. Like, you know, we're, he's always going to do what we love him to do, woke hip-hop. But it was like a new level of production for Kendrick that I really fucked with. And okay. Some of the live shit that I saw from him doing it, I was like, you know, this could be like the shit. Like, for a record, for him to do live performances on Humble, it was lit. But I feel like Bruno Mars or Despacito is going to take it because... I heard them everywhere. Like, I, I heard Humble everywhere, but I heard... They were monster number one and hits. 24 Karat in the... 24 Karat all over the goddamn place, okay? What about you, Fran? This is Song of the Year? Record. Record of the Year. Mm-hmm. Let me... Record of the Year. Hmm. This is a big one, so it's a lot on your shoulders, girl. And this is an award that goes to the artists, the producers, the recording engineer, the mixers, the master... Oh, my mm-hmm, goodness. It's a big mm-hmm. one. Um... Damn. Come on with it, friend. This is tough. Really tough. Pick a side, pick a side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really tough. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, legit stuck. I, yeah. I mean, I might go with Humble. You pick Humble? There's a part of me that wants to pick 24 Karat Magic mm-hmm. just because I love the energy of it. And I yes. imagine them in the studio when, the, when it was coming together, how mm-hmm. excited. Can you imagine how excited? Yeah. You know when you finish a song and you guys start listening back once it's been mixed and you kind of just, everyone's sitting there quiet listening back? How I, excited must they have been? <laughs> like, yo, we got a motherfucking record. Hit. Like, yes. that is, you feel it. You feel it. Every time hit. the every time it plays, it feels exactly like that. Too. Bruno Mars was probably doing parkour in the studio when they finished <laughs> the song. <laughs> running all up the, 24 karat magic. Running all up and down the damn walls. <laughs> yeah. And remember we talked about the solfeggio frequencies in music? Like, yes. I really feel like the frequencies in this song have to be really like the hurts for it have to be on the side of like you probably can see them straight up yeah yes. like straight up happiness <laughs> yes. because it just feels good every time and I'm I don't I don't like listen to his album but when it comes on I'm always happy about it yes. you know what I mean but I don't know I think I'm gonna give it to Kendrick because I just like Kendrick 
And I want him to be praised more. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I like his messages. I just like him. Especially that record for it to be called Humble and then to talk your shit. <laughs> right. I'd, yeah. So I think that that's my vote. Okay. So I think what is going to win is going to be Despacito. Oh, I mean. I think what should win or what I would like. I'm not going to say what should win. Because if I have to pick a song on this list that deserves it, when I think about who gets the award... So the artists, the producers, like you said, friend, the recording engineers, the mixers, I really think about the chemistry you have to have as an artist and a producer. And so I think about, like, the substance in the song, right? And so with that being said... All the layers to it. Yeah. I think that Jay-Z and No ID just made magic when they made the story of OJ. Mm -hmm. I mean, true. And I would love to see a song about what that song is about, and you niggas got to listen to it. I'm not going (laughs) to tell you. But I would love to see a song about what that song is about, get that kind of visibility. So if I had to just put my hand in the pot and pick, <laughs> you know, I would pick the story of OJ by Jay-Z. I would love to see Kendrick win, and there's a high possibility that he will win because he's a Grammy darling. Aww. They decorate him. Think about how much um, To Pimp a Butterfly won. You true, know what true. I mean? The Grammys fuck with Kendrick, higher body. So he may win it, but I think that Despacito will win it if they base it on performance, all that kind of stuff, you know. And you know what I would say that would be dope if if Jay Z wins is that this is his most honest album in a while, mm-hmm. and for someone to be rewarded for it, since you know the industry is all about like what can I do that'll get rewarded, <laughs> like that's right. just kind of the formula people follow. If that starts a trend of people being more honest in their music, I will be happy all about the that. Bones right. That would be a great ripple effect. So. Mm-hmm. That's something to consider, too. I like looking at ripple effects. I also just would like for Jay-Z to win based on him being, like, you know, dad. <laughs> so to watch... True. And <laughs> showing that there's no age limit to, like, your rap career. Like, the exactly. article that Andre 3000 dropped on GQ where he said oh he doesn't want to come out because he feels like the magic is kind of lost after a while. And you gotta And he, what do he say? Hip-hop is, like, for fresh thought and yes. fresh concepts. And the fact that he doesn't think he is freshness right. personified... But I mean, that's how it goes. I get it. We'll do an episode on aging soon. <laughs> no. All right, album of the year. Let's just get straight to the shit. Oh, fuck. Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. Damn. 444 by Jay-Z. Damn by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Melodrama by Lord. And 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. It's crazy. It's like the same. Same people. Right. Um, Asante. Okay, well, so for... <sighs> I don't want to start this one. Fran, you should start this one. His album? Album of the year. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to give it to Jay-Z. I- for, for the for exact reason, reason that I just said. Because mm-hmm. I'm excited about the ripple effect that that would create in people's artistry. And people feeling excited to just speak about where they're at. Yeah. <laughs> and not worry about how it's taken and if it's going to fit, if they're going to get money. You know, like, those are the things that stop people. And uh, usually people feel pressured to make, like, formula chasing music. So that'd be mm. really nice. Who shouldn't win, friend? You know I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> you know my heart can't answer that. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you who when, it, when the mic come on around. I know who you about to say. When the say. mic come on around the mountain when exactly it comes. I know exactly who you about. I can just read it off your eyes looking at your screen. You already know. <laughs> come on, Sante. Uh, I'm going to have to just agree and go with 444. Mm-hmm. Just because 
as a project and outside of the visuals that came with it and like it was I don't know maybe because it's Jay-Z and Beyonce like they just have this perfect art of telling a story with the project like no other I feel like Jay-Z did that like it is an actual shoe-in I feel like for album of the year I don't feel like people are gonna pick Childish Gambino for the album of the year, even though it was a good, it was I a feel good. Like he low key would win though. Really, I, I would. Think, I would feel like he might be the darling this year. Really, because they, I think they're gonna look at him as a whole, like yeah. cultural yeah. influence, like his show, the movies, and you know, that's yeah. what I think. I mean, you literally just told my pick for oh, what, really? for who who is going to win, right? Because there's a difference. Yes, go yeah. ahead. Well, I was gonna say Childish Gambino, like that project when it came out, it was a completely like different sound for him. And then he did really cool um, visuals for it. I even remember he did this thing where there was the app that accompanied, like, the VR uh, viewers. Mm-hmm, this was, like, last year. Trying, yeah. yeah. Watching it. So I think it would be dope for him to win that. But um, That's why he ain't been to the barbershop. He's been cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> that must be why. Go ahead. He's not putting on deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> not even loan. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they're probably going to give it to, like, Bruno Mars. His project was good. But I don't know if Kendrick will get it. Album of the year, and I, and I like Kendrick's album too. That's a big one. I did not even listen to Lord. Well, I actually listened to every album on this list. I can say that on this list, the album of the album of the year nominees, I listened to each one, and not even trying. They just happened to be albums that I had listened <laughs> to, right. right? And so this award goes to the artists and to featured artists, songwriters of new material, producers, engineers, mixers. Mastering engineers credited with at least one third of playing time of the album, if other than the artist, right? Just had to put that out there so people know who getting the gold. Now, I think that the Grammys are going to pull it like they always do, and they're going to feel like they're being diverse by giving it to Childish Gambino. And as you said, friend, which is what I was going to mention specifically, they're going to look at him as a total whole and like his celebrity, him winning the Golden Globe, him winning an Emmy. They're going to look at all of that, and I think that push will be there. Great for him. You know what I'm saying? Keep it rolling. Keep the train of good run going, right? But who I think should win, since we're talking about an album, the most cohesive album on this list for me is 444 from Jay-Z. It's a it's the album on the list that has the most of a of a concept. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the album of the on this list that is it's just the most substantive. It's rooted. It literally tells a story from the beginning to the end. It's extremely personal. The packaging is minimal. Everything is just perfect. It was a perfectly, the rollout was perfect. It was handled perfectly. We haven't been beaten over the heads with it, but it's still been everywhere you look. I just really feel like if we're talking about an album and something being cohesive, <laughs> Okay, and coming full circle, I'm going with four, four, four. Is that a unanimous decision? Did we all agree on something? Table spoken. I think we did. I think it was the first time that's ever right? happened. So that we we rooting for you, Sean Carter. <laughs> all right, song of the year. Let's keep this moving. Goes to the songwriters. A song is eligible if it was my released. Faves. Yeah, baby. This is my favorite award, Dream Award, right there. Exactly. Singles or tracks only. Let's go. Song of the year, <laughs> Despacito. 444, Issues from Julia Michaels, uh, 1-800-273-8255 from Alicia Cara, and That's What I, I Like, like what? from Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. And this, this one goes to whom? The songwriters. 
Despacito's a new one. <laughs> right. I it mean, was catchy it's as just, fuck. It's like, that, that was the hook of the year. <laughs> so they're going to win. I don't, there's no it question. does. The only thing that's, that is kind of pushing me and nudging me is Issues by Julia Michaels. And not just because I love that song, mm-hmm. but Homegirl was like a powerhouse songwriter before she became an artist. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some respect there. You know what I mean? Right. From the Academy that I think, oh, I don't know, though, because Bruno Mars. Because Bruno Mars. That's what I was thinking about, too. But not for that's what I like. I don't think the Academy is going to fuck with that's what I like. Actually, that's what I like is probably the only Bruno Mars song that I like. Isn't that ironic? Um, the song called That's What I Like is the only one that's by That's the James Fontlewoy like. one. Yep. <laughs> well, I know what I want and, to and win. And I'm also thinking about kids, too. Like, you know, that like if Kids Bop was still a thing in the commercials, I'm sure that's what I like would have been in the damn Kids Bop commercial. Like, that's just how hard it went. It was like, <laughs> you see, shout out to James Shout out to James Because he knows magic. Yes. <laughs> well, there you have it. So <laughs> that's I'm fine who with I want to win. Obviously, yeah. because I want him to win. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I just it. feel like that is the song. And I don't even care for that song like that, but it's undeniable. It like, is. Like, I just found myself going to and then also, I know all the words, and I'm in the video, and you that's know, what I like. I'm like, yo, I never tried to memorize this song. That's the craziest <laughs> right. part. That's why I went from mumbling to knowing the words. It's like, damn, where did I learn all these words? You know, I like to grind. <laughs> oh God! And it's one of them songs where you grab somebody around their waist and go to work at the party, <laughs> and I appreciate it for that alone. So, James Fonleroy, <laughs> Sensei, thank you, Sensei, right? Congratulations in advance. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we might as well just move on down the street to Best New Artist. Ooh. The last of the four. I'm so All right. childish. Best New Artist, it's very simple who this award goes to. It's self-explanatory. So here's the nominees. Alicia Kara. <laughs> Kara. Khalid. Lil Uzi Vert. Fran. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert is nominated. Sophia Petrillo is going to the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Michaels and SZA. Oh man! <laughs> okay. Best new artist. B N A. I will say something though. Yes. <laughs> you guys have heard of the best new artist curse, right? Yes, I have. Where the the one who truly is the best new artist rarely gets it, and the one that does get it, you like never hear from them again. <laughs> See, also, obviously, it doesn't Esperanza. happen every year, but it tends to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you making that? Because I was thinking about who I said. Well, I know who probably going. Oh, stop! <laughs> Let's not jinx nobody. You brought it up. I was like, well, never mind. I ain't gonna say that. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I would love it would be interesting. Okay, I don't Best New Artist. You see how I'm like tongue tied. <laughs> Best new artist. This is a huge to me, let me just say this before you answer. If I was like an artist, oh, this would be an award that I would like be so excited if I won. Because to me, this is like the award to win as a new artist. Say you're the groundbreaking cool kid of the block. Like this is that's like, what it feels like. Um Can y'all imagine if Cardi would have got nominated? I mean, that would have been super cute. Yeah, but anyway. Best year ever, shit. Um, so SZA, Uzi. Alicia Cara. Julia Michaels. Khalid. Khalid. Yep. Hmm. Damn. Damn. <laughs> 
You know what's weird? That SZA's on this list because she ain't new. No. She's right. I guess she's new to main, like mass or think, mainstream. Yeah. I think this market. is like her final, like her project. Right. That like that was, right, right. Um, who do you want to see get it versus who do you think? I'm going to give it to SZA. Okay. I'm going to give it to SZA. I, I like SZA. Mm-hmm. I think that she's worked hard. In my book, she's been consistent. Mm-hmm. I like that she, even though we joke that she has the indie girl accent, bananas in <laughs> 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 my kitchen. Um, but we joke. But I love, I love everything about her. I think she's interesting. She's different. Yes. Um, which to me, I look for even if I don't connect with everything that she's on, but I can appreciate her, and so I, I'm going to give it to her. Yeah, I would love to give it to Uzi because I think he's adorable, but I also don't know. I don't know. You don't know how deep the pool is. <laughs> 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 like, is it a kiddie pool or the deep end? I would love for Uzi to have good news. Yes, you know what I mean because yes. he seems like he's really down. Yes, I would love for him to feel loved and appreciated and praised. Who knows how that would change the trajectory of his drug use and you know you never know like little things like that can either set someone off in a good direction a different direction I don't know so in that sense on a human level I would love for him to be praised but if we're talking about music mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a scissor Asante I com- I completely agree with you for SZA. I love her. She is amazing. I've listened to past projects of hers that I still fuck up to this day listening to. Yeah. So to even watch her growth as an artist is just amazing. So I would love for her to get it. But I also would love to give it to Lil Uzi Vert. I've listened. To- <laughs> I'm an avid listener of his music as well. And, you know, just hoping that he don't really praise the devil. <laughs> I just think it would be really cute. Just as an artist, watching him perform, he's very, he's so charismatic. Like he's, he is. He's like hip-hop sweetheart to me right now. True. So, like, I think it would be, like, watching him <laughs> on TRL do the little fucking shoulder shimmy yes. and, and go viral that way. And then just him doing the remix with Nicki Minaj. I was listening to a song today uh, that T-Pain did. And I was like, I think that Uzi and Sean and all these people should get on this remix. Because I feel like Uzi is one of those artists. He can deliver tracks. He can deliver projects. And he can go on other people's shit and kill it. Even that dumbass verse he put on Bad and Bougie, you still remember all that dumbass shit he said. <laughs> you still remember going, ooh, ooh, like on a track. I didn't hate it as much <laughs> as people did. Exactly. So you see what I'm saying? So Uzi, he's hip-hop sweetheart to me right now. I would love to watch Hip-hop see- sweetheart. That is uh-huh. so, so funny. funny. <laughs> right? Because that ain't even a fucking thing. But he just kind of... But he's that. He, he is that. So it would be cute to watch him win, but I really would love... I don't even care about who I who I think is going to win. I really would love for him or SZA to win because I think that if SZA walked away with that, she would have so much more confidence because she already is just a powerhouse and she don't even realize it. She's a fucking rock star when she goes out there. Totally. The things that she wants to do in performances and, and does do, it's just kind of like, wow, this is like some shit ain't nobody fucking with right now. So I would be pleased with either of those. What about you, Dustin? Say you. I think SZA deserves to win, and I think SZA is going to win Best New Artist. I'm very confident that she's going to win. I love um, her album, Control, and I just think she deserves it. She's really, really talented. Yes. And to me, of the list that they have given us to decide who should win, (laughs) she's literally the best of this list when I look at their artistry, when I look at their contribution, when I look at what they've presented as singles, when I look at everything, she's literally the cream of this crop. So I'm going to... I want her to win, and I really feel confident that she can beat everybody in that list. Um, 
who I would be excited to see win would be Lil Uzi Vert because he's a <laughs> rapper, he's black. And he's cute. I just would like, I'd be happy if he won. I wouldn't be disappointed. A part of me would be disappointed and sad for SZA because I want her to win, but I wouldn't be mad if Uzi won. Same right. for her. Pretty much everybody else in the category. Like, I wouldn't, well, I take that back. <laughs> oh, God. But, no, actually, well, yeah. <laughs> Look at this dilemma. Because I love Indian Issues by Julia this. Michaels, but not enough to say, girl, you're the oh, best new artist. Else, like, yeah. get out of here. Because I got a whole <laughs> album of it, the Issues from SZA. You know what I'm saying? So I'm straight. Um, yeah, SZA. SZA gets my pick. You know what I appreciate about SZA too? Her look. Absolutely. Yes. I love artists that come in with a look that you don't see. And stick to it. Because it's not easy. It's different now. I think artists are, are taking more chances. Mm-hmm. But you also notice even within the taking more chances, they all look alike. <laughs> like rappers right now all look alike. Like yes. it was a different look to have like rainbow colored locks or, right, or like right. locks period or or tats on your face. And now it's it's the Everyone uniform. Commonplace. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that she came in and her hair and she wears like uh, athleisure. <laughs> you know? Right, and rip away pants. With like emo gothic boots and yes. that's And the cool. Reed tour jackets. And the Reed tour jackets, <laughs> right? With the big hair and I just think that's cool. Yeah. I love too. that. And friend, you make a you bring up a really good point about everybody looking alike now, because some of these niggas you got to clean your glasses to see who the hell it is. Extentaciones or whatever. <laughs> Extentaciones. And, um, who else? What's the other weird looking ass nigga that? Lil, Lil Yachty. Lil, Lil Red. No, Lil, what is it? Oh, um, red. All the Lil. Trippy Red. Trippy Red. All, all the Lils. All of them. Lil Even Bow Wow. Trippy all the Red. Lils. Lil Pump. Lil Pump. Yeah, they all you look know, alike. Lil Gucci Pump's gang. My Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Ooh. Spent three racks on a new rent. Lil Pump. Y'all know that's my dude. I don't know why. What is it? It's that music. And it's the it's the cadence of that. You know what I'm saying? Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci gang. They can make a Christian song out of that. No, my bill like cocaine. Bobble gang, bobble gang, bobble gang, bobble gang, bobble gang, bobble gang, bobble gang. Woo. Pearly gates, pearly gates, pearly gates. Not pearly gates. Pearly gates, pearly gates. Yeah. Anyway, so now that we got that shit out of the way, let's have a little fun, right? Uh-oh. Because it was so boring and such a chore <laughs> to go through their choices. Sure. So let's make our own damn choices. I feel like now that award season is upon us, we're going to opine each and every time. Oh, we're going to get our voices out there and speak a little louder. So we're going to give you guys the Frammies. The Frammies. Okay? We're going to give you the Frammies, which is the Friend Zone's <laughs> choices. Okay? For Song of the Year. Album of the year, artist of the year, not best new artist or best old artist, both. We do both, like Pedro said, Shamia did. <laughs> so we're gonna do song of the year, album of the year, and artist of the year. Oh my lord! And then I got a little some extra on the petty note, but that's a little late. Oh <laughs> no! So let's go, you guys. The shout out to the Frammies. Let's go. We're gonna do the Froskers after the first <laughs> the of the Froskers. year. So get ready for those. Uh, but Frammy, song <laughs> of the year. What songs do you think should be nominated for Song of the Year? Give me three songs. What? The, I need Boom, to look pull up my your title. Spotify, pull right? up your Spotify. Pull up your Apple Music. We're going to work today. You finally got a chance. You finally got a chance. pull up to my iTunes like that. And obviously we're not... Okay, is mm-hmm. this based on... This is your choice okay. completely. Song Regardless of the year. Regardless of if they made the cutoff date. Mm-hmm. Um... 
regardless of really even what year it came out, what's your song of the year? Oh, wait. Go off. Oh, so it doesn't have to be from this year? Song of the year for you this year. It could be a song that <laughs> oh, spoke okay. to you so this, it is year. From this year. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Jordan Rakai. Mm. Why are you laughing? Because I just thought about my song of the year. Because we, it's gonna be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna answer all yeah. these. I'm, you know, Jordan Rakai, man. He really is someone I listen to a lot, like a lot. Like I would stand to say I listen to him on a daily basis at this point. Um, his last name is R A K E I. For those of you who want to look him up, he has a we song. Have to check him out. Yeah, he has a song called May that just affects me emotionally every time I hear it. You know when that song was like that dopamine release you're like ugh mm-hmm. but it's like a, a good dopamine it's just like a chill dopamine he just feels good so he's I really wish he was just even like acknowledged you know sometimes yeah. it breaks my heart like I'm like how do we get more people acknowledged but I understand it's just a game you said it's called M-A-Y May yeah May Jordan Rakai he, I give him song of the year alright Asante what's your choice <sighs> Um, this is gonna be really corny, but India Sean's Galaxy. Oh my booby! I played a lot of that song this year, any fucking way. So I just want her to win anything, any, anything, right. any and everything. It. Okay, I'm giving my awards to people that actually do deserve it. Yes, <laughs> I am too. And that being said, song of the year, my nominee is going to be none other than Cash Dial <laughs> for anybody, I knew Cash for Dial everybody. Was um, I picked this song because right now, with everything that's going on in the world and in the media, with women's rights, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like it was a good time for somebody to represent for the fucking females. And in the way that Cash Dial does, you know what I'm saying? She made a song about how these niggas are for everybody. Oh, my God. And she showed you what it looks like when a mistress and a wife have a dialogue about it. Not an argument. Oh, interesting. Not an argument. What is a this called? A dialogue. It's called For Everybody. I sound like an old woman. What is <laughs> what? this called? <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of that? <laughs> this song is called For Where Everybody. Where can I hear it? <laughs> I gotta and to the tunes of our... <laughs> That's right. I just want to be clear and let the, view, the <laughs> listeners in on one simple thing. The Frammies are actual awards. Frammies. I can't stop laughing every time he says it. That we're going to post as a poll on our Twitter account. Oh, shit. You know mine's going to lose. Guys, Cash, though. We're going to let you guys decide <laughs> who gets the Frammy. All right? So, again, the nominees for Song of the Year for the Frammies are Jordan Rakai, May. India, Sean, Galaxies. Oh, my booby. Cash, Doll. For Cash everybody. Out. Shit, I might vote against myself for this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> album of the year. Oh, my God. Album of the year. Let's go, everybody. Who came What's out this year? What's your choice for album of the year? Um, who came out this year? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't even scroll. <laughs> <laughs> You have to pick a choice for album of the year. What album spoke to you the most this year? What album released this year do you feel deserves to be highlighted on a grand stage of the Frammies? But give me ideas. Who came out? I legit don't even know what albums came out this right, year. Right, music moves so damn Because I'll just be listening and not even keeping track. You had albums that came out this year from Mary J. Blige. You had albums that came out this year from Jaden Smith. You had albums that came out this year from Tyler the Creator. From Tyler the Creator. Oh, Tyler. That was a good that album. That was a really good album. Um, Shit. You know, 2 Chains. Gucci Man. Pretty Girls Like Trap Music. Gucci Man dropped like three projects this year. Little Kalayla. Dragon dropped, right? Little Dragon. Mm-hmm. 
shit. Tamar Braxton. Why did it get quiet again? <laughs> uh, who else came out with something? I sound like friend now. <laughs> Janae Aiko. Oh! Keisha Cole. I should say it like Hillary Clinton. Keisha Cole! <laughs> <laughs> who else? <laughs> No, that came off so wrong. I just meant, like, who else? Mary J. Blige. <laughs> you uh, you practicing to be MC Light? Yeah. <laughs> what a war show is that MC Light? Mary J. Blige. <laughs> what a war show is that MC Light always does? The BET Awards? It's the hip hop. Is it the hip hop award? It's all them BET Awards. <laughs> MC Light be all over it. Welcome to the 2017 BET (laughs) Hip Hop Awards. Mm -hmm. It's your girl, MC Light, hosted by... Cardi B. You, be like, you know, Leslie MC Jones. Light popped up in one of my favorite drug cartel shows as like a kingpin. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I, I bet she served it though. What show was it? Queen of the South. Oh, on season, what is it, it, season two? Yeah. I got to catch up on She it. popped up just to watch that. with all them guns. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. It was like when, um, uh, what's her name? Was I was on like, power. Well, go ahead. <laughs> What's her name Anika was on fire? Yeah, with her legs open. <laughs> what was her name on fire? Remember, she always I sat with her elbows like... on her knees. Every time you seen her, she was sitting with her elbows Empowered. on her knees. Yeah. I always think of you when I think of that pose. <laughs> so here come MC Light busting through. Oh, so, okay, anyway, so albums, album of the year, y'all. You got to pick one. Let's go. You know album what? Of the year. I'm going to give it to Miguel before I even hear it. Ooh. Boom. That's there you mine. Go. And the thing is, that's, the, that's the, the listeners right will there. even be able to vote because his album comes out this Friday. Yeah. So by the time this is a thing, we'll have an answer. Oh, yeah. See? I'm going to give it to him. So Miguel's <laughs> War Times Leisure album. And, it's, and he's on tour with Sir opening, yes. which is insane. Y'all Sidebar, we know. Going. How, the, right. You know how much I love Sir. Yes. His brother. Yep. Which is so cool, man. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Okay, so friends pick is Miguel. What say you, Asante? I'm going to be a little unconventional. I'm going to pick Drake's uh, More Life mixtape. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Because there were tons of tracks on there. I am actually a Drake fan, and I'm missing Drake right now. So More Life was a bop, and still bopped. I played More Life in fucking Barbados, so... Shout out to Drake. More Life really did go off, too. Um, What's okay. you, Mr. Ross? Album of the year, I'm going to go ahead and give it to SZA. Yes. SZA for Control. Just because she stuck to her theme and took all the rest of the letters out of control. So it's just like <laughs> letters for her name and letters for the album. Oh and to me, that's consistency. <laughs> so I'm going to give it to SZA because it was a cohesive body, body of work. Um, I feel like it was a youthful take on women's perspectives in relationships. And it was something that was very authentic and resonated with a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot of niggas around the world. <laughs> and so I just think it deserves the highlight. I'm going to give it to SZA. So album of the year is going to go between Miguel's War and Leisure uh, because Fran is next. And you know what I'm saying? And always a step ahead of us niggas. <laughs> then we got Drake's More Life and we have SZA's Control. When did Rihanna drop? Two years ago, remember Anti was supposed to get last year. Oh shit! I'm like, when did Rihanna drop? Okay. I, I was confused. When about I tell Solange. you, I have no track of time. Oh yeah, I was confused when I didn't see her nominated for anything, and everybody told me her album was a day beyond or whatever the cutoff. Oh, day she was. missed the cutoff. 
And I was over it. She won a Grammy for Cranes in the Sky, but the album, which there's never been a more albumy album. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that deserved more. So that was an album that I I don't think I you you know how you rarely see an album where it's getting praise all over. Like there's always people that are like, I don't get what the big deal is. You know, there's always that. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anyone talking about her album like that. Everyone loved it. Everybody. It was crazy. Even Even the haters. Everyone loved I was about it. To say, even niggas, like I, I know. Some, I, like I'd never seen that kind of response. I know some dudes that was like, I don't like what the fuck she talking about for some of that shit, but it's hard. I was like, that's right, you got to respect. <laughs> right. it. All right, so the last award is Artist of the Year, you guys. Who's your pick? Overall Artist of the Year, who you feel like needs to be recognized for whatever reason with the Frammy. Now it's a big deal, and y'all got to treat it as such. Artist of the Year. Artist of the Year, 2017. And this don't mean that they're new, right? <laughs> nope. They could be it's just who made that an had a impact. good year to you in music this year. You know impact? what? I should have put... Okay, so I want to change... Ah, 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 ah! Back, back, no take backs. No, you took that earlier. Why well, I didn't take back none of these? Okay, that's different. These are the Frammies. No, for my song, I want to make my song Baka Not Nice. That's no. Nope. Live up to my <laughs> no. name. Baka Not Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kept buses, playing, not the second I kept playing the fuck out of that. No, for my artist of the year, um, I want to give it to India Sean because this was the Boobie. fifth year. This was the uh, five year anniversary for Origin, Origin yeah, <laughs> which was sure a fire ass project. Sure so was. that fire ass project, and then it's out. It's album of the year. Yep. So that means that John Key wins, who has worked up with Solange, like all these people that have worked. No, this is just artist. Oh, this album is just of the artist? year. You pick more life. Oh well, since it's just artist, India deserves it all on her own. Yeah. So India Sean, and everything that she has done. I feel, and everything that she is going to do, she's written for a lot of your faves. Yes, she has. And people that y'all will never even know, probably. But she can also sing her fucking ass off. Off. Has the jams, the tunes. And she's fine. And she's fine. I love her. Okay, so Francesca. (sighs) Who's your artist of the year? Um, Maybe Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar Salad. Yes, Daniel Caesar. (laughs) I really think he's super talented. I love his writing. Um, Even though I do think he's getting praised. Like, you see him being mentioned. Mm -hmm. He had that appearance with Chance. What was that, SNL? I think it was SNL. They did, like, an acoustic set with a choir. And um, And he just performed a part of the medley on the award show. Right. Oh, he was part of the cipher, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm a huge fan of his. I, it's either him or my homie, homie Xavier Omar. Mm. So I don't yes. know. I'll do a tie. <laughs> so wanna, since it's the Frammies. Since it's the Frammies, I wanted to give Xavier Omar uh, album of the year for our spent loving you because that oh, is a project that please still listen to, to this that if you haven't. Day, him and Sango. Yes. Look that up. Oh. Bops. God, he's good. I cannot wait to see him in DC. <laughs> this oh, is a tough okay. one for me. <laughs> this is a really tough one for me because there's so many people that I want to pick. But as far as an artist, to me in 2017, mm, 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 it's so hard for me to say this. <laughs> but whatever, Just I'm gonna give it, it to Cardiff B. 
for artist of the year. True, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to I mean, to who have the most impact you know, at the end of the day? And for nothing else, for this reason right here, which is also why I was thinking about giving it to Offset, but I'm not. I'm going to give it to her instead because we knew him. We didn't know her. Right. I felt like Cardi is a person who rolled with the punches and learned as she went. And for some people, when they're not working with the strongest foundation, you know what I'm saying? That is saying something. For somebody to be thrust into an industry that they don't know anything about and still remain authentic, but also still be aware of like industry politics or aware of the importance of carrying herself a certain way, aware of the importance of delivering a message in her own voice or in her own way, but making sure that she's talking about something. When she has her rants on Instagram, she's talking about women's rights. She's talking about the slave trade in Libya. She's talking about all this stuff. Yeah, it might be full of expletives and nail art, but she's making a good point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's making a good, good point. And so I'm gonna give it to Cardi B. I feel like her grow her glow up, shout out to an episode a few weeks ago, <laughs> has been amazing to witness. I wanna see more for her. And although it's cliche for me to choose her, I'm doing it anyway and I'm sticking by it. And like Monique told Larissa Boots, okay, <laughs> on uh Charm School. And I'm I'm staying strong on it. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do on my choice. <laughs> you know what? She's another one that her style excites me. Yes, she brings yes. the fun back into the music industry, because I think for a while the music industry got very like anti glam, mm-hmm. you know, and or maybe that's more so on the men's side, maybe not the women, but she's exciting. I find her style exciting. You don't know what the hell she's gonna wear. I mean, even think about back in the day when hip hop, like I hate to say this, even like Eve would show up in like the yeah. Rough Riders jackets and shit like that. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Fashion for people in hip hop, but like now everybody will dress up and be like, "Oh, let me put on a nighty or something like that." Which and is usually cool. people wear a leotard. <laughs> I haven't heard of nighty in years, but you are exactly right. Like that's, that's how they be off. doing it. It's like they just like I'm gonna just throw on this nighty and go out there and spit some bars. It's like no, bitch, you should throw on like a or everyone does the leotard, which oh, yeah. has become the industry standard. Yes. Throw on a sparkly leotard with some thigh high boots and like a. a Long ponytail or something, or a, or a colored wig, a Crayola or a, wig, or a, or right with bangs with mm-hmm. the blunt bangs. Yep. Like it's a look. So I like I obviously I just like people that make it exciting. Like I think as an artist, you should have fun. I this agree. is a fun industry. Yes. Come out with something ridiculous. That's why I always love Diana Ross because she was ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. And so I, what I do like about Cardi, obviously not comparing Diana Ross and Cardi style. No, go ahead and do it. No, because y'all, you know how the internet is. No, she did not compare the Supremes. Brandon <laughs> lost her goddamn mind. I don't know Tracy Ellis yeah. Ross has been singing Cardi B. Look, <laughs> <laughs> mom. But I just think it's fun. I want, I like that she's having fun. I think that's exciting. Shout out to Tiffany Haddish who tweeted uh, a couple oh, days ago. Oh, yeah, with yeah. Barbara Streisand. She was with Barbara Streisand and she taught her about Cardi B. And then Barbara so was cute. with the shits. You know Barbara Loki. He be with the shit. Yes. But she tweeted oh back God. like, you did, sis. Thank you. Oh being my she God. was so cute. <laughs> so, Shout out to Cardi, man. Exactly. All right, y'all. So we're going to post these uh, categories on Let the People Decide oh my God. who the winner is. Song of the Year, May by Jordan Rakai. Uh, and I was please say, listen to the songs if you don't know them. Be you fair. Have to. You have to. We, that's why we <laughs> only did three. popularity contest. Right. You know, we only did three. <laughs> and went over Lowell Jaw. 
So Galaxies by India Sean and For Everybody Aww. by Cash Doll. Uh, album Album of the Year, Warren Leisure by Miguel. More Life by Drake. and laughing at my Miguel. by SZA. <laughs> uh, Artist of the Year, India Sean, Daniel Caesar, and Cardiff B. So those are the Frammies, y'all. This is fun. This is fun. We had fun. Shout out to everybody. You know, like 52 cards went out. I'm through dealing. Let's move on to the well, well, and the well, another well (laughs) of the wellness segment. Fran, it's all yours. Okay, so the temperatures are starting to drop, at least here in New York. I don't know where you are listening to the show, because obviously this is a global show <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. nail up. emoji um no but i'm i'm talking to those of you who are experiencing the arctic blast that is starting to show up so i the other day was putting on my concoction to keep my skin um hydrated and moisturized and then i was like wait a minute i hadn't talked about this on the show yet so i want to tell you guys about putting on avocado oil before you put on your lotion. Mm. Trust me. Can I apply it in the shower? You can, but I think it has, it'll penetrate better. It does penetrate better on damp skin. So water does help it. (laughs) So if you want to do it with like an exfoliating glove, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because the thing about the shower is you don't want it to become like a slick over your skin so you don't actually get clean, if that makes sense. The oil becomes like a sealant. I mean like after, you know, when you're in the gym and you... Yeah, if you want to shower first, get everything off, exfoliate your skin with those gloves. You guys know I always talk about those gloves or the Salox cloth. cloth. You hear me, cloth? Yes. Um, The cloth. (laughs) Uh, Once you get all that dead skin off the top layer... Then on damp skin, you put avocado oil. And the reason that avocado oil works so well, obviously people have different skin types. For me personally, I don't know about you guys, I have dry skin already. And then when it's cold, it just gets drier. And I'm, you know, getting older, so I have mature skin. Girl, shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But it has these... um, There's linoleic acid and then there's oleic acid. Linoleic acid is an essential. Uh, Oleic acid is non-essential, meaning your body produces it. But sometimes, like for me, my body doesn't produce enough of it. So my skin tends to be dry. So I need a topical application of the oleic acid. And oleic tends to work really well for people with dry skin. Like that's... If you are looking for an oil for your face and you have dry skin or oil for your body, and mind you, I'm talking about the body for this in particular, um, you want to make sure that it has a high percentage of oleic acid, O-L-E-I-C, when um, you are looking for which oil to use. If you are oily already and acne prone, you want to look for an oil that is high in linoleic acid. Mm. So just two acids to to think about when you are trying to figure out, like, what's actually going to moisturize my skin? Because you know how sometimes you just put on whatever and then your skin is still dry. Right. And it's just sort of like a waste. It's not actually penetrating. It's not moisturizing. So what I do is, like I said, exfoliate in the shower on damp skin. Put the avocado oil. My personal fave is from the Now brand. Um, you can find it on Amazon. It's at the shel- on the shelves at Whole Foods. Um... The Now Brands Avocado Oil, you put it on a nice little layer from the neck down. Obviously, your face is a little bit different, it's a little more sensitive. Put it from the neck down, and then whatever your lotion is, you put that on top of the oil. 
And that's what I do. And it works amazingly well. You can touch my skin and it's always like really soft, really moisturized and hydrated regardless of the temperatures outside. So something to consider if you're trying to figure out like how can I combat these harsh, you know, winter temps that are coming up and stay looking glowy and dewy and tropical. So I have a question. That's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to avocado, right? And so does that mean, A, that I cannot use the oil either? Because I'm allergic when I eat it. So does that mean I can't use the oil? And if so, is there an alternative oil that I can use that will give me, like, the same basic effect? Absolutely. I would suggest what you should do is look up oleic um, oils that Mm -hmm. are high. Well, depending on your skin type, Mm -hmm. because I don't even know... If you have dry skin. Well, I like to just make sure that I'm moisturized, especially in winter months anyway. I right. grew up, my mom was of the, you know, cover you in Vaseline tribe. <laughs> right. So I was the kid that the bug would fly on me and get stuck in my leg. <laughs> stuck in the Vaseline on my leg. Dead. Yeah. Um, so is the bug. <laughs> I mean, look up only. <laughs> another really good one is rose hip. Mm-hmm. That's another really good one that I'm sure your body would love, and I just feel like rosehip is actually really good for the face too. Um, my I love personal hips to, to the face, <laughs> this is perfect for me. <laughs> I'm dead. Go with that. <laughs> for the face, I would suggest, like I said, you. It's based on your skin type. Mm-hmm. So if you have oily. Um, Oily or acne-prone skin, look up linoleic oils that are high in that. But for me, I have, I have, like I said, mine is a little drier and more normal or be considered normal. Then I'll use like a rose hip. I use apricot oil. Mm. They're a little bit like more velvety and like drier, you know? Mm-hmm. So it depends. It depends on what you need. But I definitely, if you can't do avocado, I would suggest doing rose hip. That'd be really nice. Or you could even try the apricot too. The apricot and now uh, the now brand sells all of that. Okay, cool. Yeah, hook me up with a text, baby. <laughs> Thank you so much. The now one and apricot oil is a game changer. Like that's the oil I use on my face when in the winter time and like the colder temps. Apricot on my face, avocado on my body. The apricot on its own is fine. I don't add anything else on top of that. Remember, I told you guys I had bought the Mad Hippie brands. Um, I tried their moisturizer. It did not work for me. Mm. The cleanser, the vitamin C serum, perfect. My face loved it. Uh, but the the cream, the face cream from Moisture, I just was trying to it. see if, if it was better than my apricot oil just to see if I could get more moisture, more hydration. It didn't. I felt really dry. So it's just not, it's not for my skin type. Um, I got a lot of emails, though. People were like, yo, the Mad Hippie line is the shit. Like, thank you. It's working so well. So I'm glad it's working for a lot of you. Some of you also hit me and were like, uh-uh. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the, the At least as far as the face cream from Moisture. It just wasn't it. So I went right back to my apricot oil. And for now, I'm just going to stick to that. I did order this brand. It's a little bit high-end. It's called Tata Harper. I like it already. Tatas. <laughs> okay. And it's high Ta-ta end. Harper. It's all natural. And ooh, it's such good ingredients. Oh my God. So it's made in Vermont. Um, right. Mm-hmm. It stops. <laughs> so I just ordered it. Um, that's like the only thing I splurged on during these sales for like Black Friday and Cyber Monday, all skincare. Um, so I splurged on that. I'll definitely give you guys an update on if those are worth it because they're fucking expensive. 
expensive. It's crazy. I won't even tell y'all. Y'all just have to look up on the site and roll your eyes at me secretly. Girl. <laughs> just roll your eyes at me secretly. Don't even tweet look, me about it. You had to it. do what you had to do. Okay. <laughs> I Girl, love skincare. It's just my thing. Um, but I'll let I'll definitely definitely give you guys um an update on that but yeah just something to try for those of you that are trying to figure out your skincare and remember i'm talking about the body not your face when i'm talking about the avocado for my face it's apricot so don't get all broken out and then tweet me saying i don't know friend but that didn't work for me and then when i ask you what oil you use it's not what i suggested let's not have that let's not do that i got another question sorry for wearing you out this no go ahead segment but you know, I'm of the. I believe in like you know, moisturizing your foot and putting a sock on before you go to bed, of right? Of course. So, what kind of oil should I use for my feet before I put my sock on? Normally, I just use like lotion, or normally I use Vaseline rather. But sometimes I will use lotion if I'm being lazy that night. I'd be so tired sometimes. I just be really <laughs> tired, just wore out, and uh, it'd be too much sometimes. But so, what kind of oil should I use for my feet? I do the. Even with my feet, the same oil and lotion combination. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's almost like the oil is penetrating so it hydrates, and then the lotion is sealing it so that it lasts. So they just work well as a tag team. Do I need to leave a time in between the applications? I can go one-one. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. Like I said, damp skin, so straight out the shower Mm because you need the water. The water is what's going to help it work and penetrate with ease. And then water, avocado oil, and the lotion that I use is the Shea Moisture um, Raw Shea Butter Lotion. Mm-hmm. I've been using that for, I mean, those of you that know me from YouTube know that I've been using that shit since, like, my first video back in 2011. Okay. <laughs> it's just the one that works. I'm not much of a product junkie. Like, if something works, like, works, works, I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> so that's just the lotion that worked. I've tried a couple of the ones, and nothing ever compares so the avocado and the Shea Moisture Raw Shea Butter. You know Smooth. what oil didn't work for me? Which one? Because I love being negative. What? Neutrogena body oil. Because it's not pure. It was horrible. Like, first of all, it didn't last. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking I'm trying some new shit. I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm going to use oil. You know what I'm saying? But that's because you didn't get oil in its pure form. I you was got so like ashy. a branded, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oil that most likely has a hell of other shit on it if you were to turn it around. They'll probably have hella ingredients that don't really belong. I use the raw, pure, like, cold-pressed oil straight from, like, the, you know, from farms and shit. So that's a little bit different. I was still ashy. (laughs) I'm like, how in the hell I'm shiny and ashy at the same time? Damn. (laughs) I looked snake skin. Dead. Fran, it was horrible. Try the one by Now Brands, Now Foods. You're going to send me a text, right? Yes. Thank you for I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for this week's wellness segment. Hopefully that helped you guys. Now let's move on to Mr. Music, man. What you got for us this week, Asante? Well, November, no November, it is coming to a close. I guess this is the last week that you all will be playing the fuck out of that playlist. So if you've not heard it, it is on Spotify and Apple Music. Tweet me for all the links. I will always tweet them. People still tell me to this day that they don't know how to find things, even though I've tried to make them as easy as possible. So just, I swear they just like trolling you because it's fun. I feel like that is what What's it is. What's the email? I think and it's I, fun to email. Right? Like email. every week I say, all you have to do is search at Hey Asante on iTunes or search Apple what? Music. Search <laughs> at Hey Asante. Search what? It's the same as my Twitter I'm handle. Them. I'm them. It's the same Who? as my Instagram Who? handle. 
<laughs> just all you have to do on Apple Music. They make it real simple on Apple Music now. Like before Apple Music, it was like you couldn't find shit. Now you just have to search at Hey Asante. <laughs> my profile will come up. You can just hit follow, and then you can follow me, and all of my playlists should just come up on your shit. Or you can select the ones you want from there. On Spotify, Asante Davis is my Spotify name. If you can't find it there, I will tweet it again. I do it every week. No November. That is the playlist for the rest of this month. December. K-N-O-W? Yes. Or N-O. K-N-O-W. Because we all know November. Um, December. Asante won't look at me right now. <laughs> December has a really good name because I'm just trying to get through this part. I know once you derail me. No, you know where I'm going, but go ahead. I know. Ball. Look, 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 I know. <laughs> He's trying to so I hate talking about me. shit that goes over the heads of our listeners. <laughs> and as a person who takes this job seriously, I rarely do that. Allow me today. Allow Thank me you, today. audience. <laughs> he had to he had to take That's, a pull. I, I had to <laughs> oh, Please yeah. continue. Come on, Asante. Um <laughs> December has a name for the playlist, but I will reveal that when I decide to drop the playlist. I would drop it for you this weekend, but I'm going to be really busy trying to make sure everything works for the show that is coming Friday, <laughs> uh, the Friends on DC, and I'm also going to be with the Reed in New Orleans. Um, I have not done any of the music because people do ask when I go on the road with the uh, the road with the Reed. I only do the music for the pop up shops. I don't do the music for the live shows because Kid Fury himself is also a music man. That's how we bonded in the beginning on music. <laughs> so if you have been looking for those playlists, you have to look you have to hit him up for those but again december is coming and december's playlist will consist of songs from artists like jaden smith um there's some new artists that i've decided to add to the reins and there are some old artists that i love to support like lmi who i put on like playlists every month lmi is actually performing ella e-l-l-a my m-a-i i I thought it was lmi like ain't that the store where you get like backpacks and hiking clothes and shit from ain't that that store with the mountain on the logo (laughs) do y'all know what i'm talking about or am i crazy oh it's l-e-i right (laughs) or r-e-i oh there you go so you do know nigga i told y'all niggas (laughs) i told y'all niggas go ahead man all right, so that just does it for the Music Man segment. And what? we can't move. That's it. That was it. Oh, actually, listens lately. What have See? you guys been listening to lately? Um, Damn, that came fast. I didn't even get a chance. Um, That's what I've been listening to. I'm still listening to Tame Impala. <gasps> the B sides. The B sides and the remixes. Um, Oh my God. Okay. So, do y'all remember an artist named Rel? Yes. XD brought him up last week, and I was like, oh, my God. He was the the R&B artist for, like, Rockefeller, right? This is newer, though. This is from back in the day. Do y'all remember this? Oh, this love. Yes, friend. Yo, I... Anyway... Please go back and listen to Rel Love for Free. I know those of you who Love know that free. song probably freaked out right now. Like, what the fuck? Did he drop something new? Or that song just no. took you back? No, XD uh, was literally just uh, talking about him saying back? something about, like, he. Sh- I forgot what XD was saying. Like, he should have been bigger or something random like that. And I was like, XD, he really is a jukebox. Like, all of us yes. are music heads. So it just excited me because I had literally have not heard or thought of that song since it probably came out that year. I don't even know what year it was. But that is... He had me kind of jamming back to all those 90s songs. Me and XD should do a music episode or something together. Y'all have to. 
He is hilarious. Because not for nothing, there have been a lot of R&B niggas that have just been featured on hip-hop records that we have never heard from again. But like, what? who was that nigga that sung that one part? And it's like, that was never the highlight, apparently. That was exciting. So that, so I kind of, that set me off into like a throwback, uh, little nostalgic Spotify run. Right on down the hole, didn't it, Fred? <laughs> Take you right on down. That's it, though. That's it for me. What about for you, Dustin Ross? Um, while we were away in Barbados, I discovered the... Yes, that's the best. Um, you can get, get their mixtapes and shit. Exactly. The, uh, well, kinda. <laughs> I just heard this while I was there, but it mm-hmm. wasn't, like, from there or whatever. Oh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Friday on Elm Street project by no, Fabulous Jadakiss. <laughs> right. I thought he was about to say a local artist. No, nah, it just came on. out. And so me and my best friend Gary were, uh, he listens to a lot of the same kind of music that I do. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that this had come out, I got excited. And me and him sat down and listened to like the album. And so it was lit. Hi, Gary. Shout out to Gary. Um, but it was lit. Um, I love, from track one on, it's just great. So listen to the project. That's it. What about you, Asante? I have just been listening to a lot of these random people that I just kept finding out of nowhere. So this dude, um, well, first of all, Smile by Young Swag, but it's Y-V-N-G. Um, he has a project called 32 Teeth. It was the dude that I was showing. He had, like, had a cartoon drawn for an album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I listened to his project. There were a couple of songs on there I liked. And there's this R&B crooner dude named uh, Maurice Moore. And his project, he's, like, really cool, like, jazzy R&B, but still a side of nigga. Like, he has a song called <laughs> Thought Line, but he's singing his ass off on it, so... Kind of in the vein of like Chris Brown or something like that, I think. But mm, a little re- more rough around the edges. But that's who I've been listening to. I decided to add some new people to the rotation. And I've also been listening to Xavier Omar's Pink Lightning Project. I love him. Yeah, that <laughs> he's got some really, really dope uh, tracks on there. The Change On Me featuring, I don't know if it's Luca. It's spelled L-E-U-C-A. But mm. um, Change On Me featuring Luca, Stuck, and um, Wild Remix. Those are some good standout tracks to me, but it's only five tracks, so y'all should go download it and listen to it if you haven't. That is it here over in the Music Man segment, and to move on over to TV Land. So bust this. Uh, <laughs> this was the week four um, finale for Escape Still Kicking It. We were able to witness. Already? Yeah, it yeah. was a four-episode engagement, but we were able to witness the um, girls go to Detroit and perform at Shane Park, which is an absolutely breathtaking uh, open-air amphitheater, and it's actually right on um, the water, so you can see Windsor, Canada, well, Windsor, Ontario, Canada, across the water directly, like the casino, wow. Caesars, Windsor, all that, and you see the boats rolling through the wire, water like behind the artists as they're performing. It's an amazing venue. Yeah. Well, they sold it out two nights in a row, um, and so we were able to see that performance. We were able to see um, the way that being performing, being on stage together and performing affected the chemistry between the girls. Um, Tamika Scott actually offered another apology to Candy um, on the stage and thanked her for forgiving her. Um, Candy has elected to not record new music with... That's what you see. I'm like, wait, I thought you guys said she's not working with them. I mean, all of that shit just really didn't even matter. Like, Candy, I think that, well, not even I think, I know. She was very clear about the fact that she was totally down with touring with the girls and seeing that through to fruition, but she's not interested in being a member of Escape any longer. She doesn't want to record new music with them. She wants to tour once for the fans. You know what I mean? Have that moment and then keep it moving. And I ain't mad. Um, Latasha Scott had a sit down with Jermaine Dupri's father, who she feels robbed her of her solo deal. 
Um, apparently, there were some issues with the budget and line items on the budget that she was unaware of, and she was responsible for paying $300,000 back to the record company because her project never came out, and she only went to the studio, in her words, two or three times. Now, when you're talking about something as serious as having to pay back a debt as large as $300,000, I think you would be pretty clear on how many times you were in the studio. I think you would be pretty clear on what you purchased and what you did not. And I think that you would have the fire and fury of hell behind you as you let them know what you are and are not responsible for. I don't know who just rolls over and says, well, I ain't supposed to pay this back, but I'm going to go and pay all this money back and not say nothing. So I don't believe her. Um, I think that she was just salty that they never really pushed her project and she never saw the light of a day as a solo artist because... Her entire demeanor, countenance, the intensity behind her words, everything changed when she saw him and when she started talking about what happened back in the day. And the focus was clearly on her not being able to be a solo artist, not on her taking on this financial responsibility of paying the advance back. So I could tell what really motivated like her passion behind it. She was pissed because, because when she finally got the opportunity to go solo, it didn't work out. And to me, that just spoke volumes to the breakdown of the group and me being right. So <laughs> let's be there. Um, Tiny, you know, America's sweetheart. It was good to see her. I was excited to see it. Candy's not performing new music with them and recording new music with them, but she is down to sing the old shit one last time. Aww. I personally feel like that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Is the tour sold out? Yes, yeah, selling out. It's not sold out, but it's selling out. Did it already come to New York? Just did this past weekend, I think. Oh, you kidding? They were in Newark, New Jersey. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But they'll be touring until like I think the I think in January. It's like 29 shows. I have to catch them. I definitely want to see. So them. many people. You know what's crazy? So many people that I haven't really talked to in like mm-hmm. years. You know, like friends that you were cool with in like middle school. Yeah. And it's no, it's no beef, but you guys just kind of just life. Yeah, yeah, you just strip life. You know, people move, people get married. So many people hit me up. Because I used to love that album. I was always singing yes, it. Yes, friend. So many people were like, friend, I just had to hit you. Because <laughs> I just came back from the Escape show. <laughs> and that was really cool, like how it's sort of making all of us that were in that era where we grew up on that album. Yes. Kind of like remember where we were, who we were, who we were friends with. And like it's kind of making people reach out. I think that's so cute. It's super cool. That's cool, man. The impact. Right. It's really like a time capsule that just got opened up. I think that's really cool. I was impressed because them ladies, Tamar, Monica, Escape, Zanique, even June's fucking diary, right? (laughs) They all have, like, these VIP packages set up for the tour before. They're doing these meet and greets before. It's like a whole machine. This tour is this a great escape tour. It's like serious business, and the tickets aren't cheap. So No? No, they are not cheap. So this, um, I'm just happy for them. I think it's a great business opportunity. I'm glad Candy had her hands in the pot because that, to me, makes me feel like the business will be handled somewhat, you know, appropriately. Oh, yeah, Um, but Taurus is involved. Yeah, Candy and then Mona Sky Young. And not just Mona Sky Young, Mona Sky Young under Candy. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So Candy's going to hold her ass, you know, put her butt cheeks right on the wall. <laughs> so I'm just excited about that. Um, and that's pretty much it for the uh, Escape Still Kicking It. It's kicked off the air. So um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta was this past Sunday. Marlo Hampton made her triumphant return. Her and no. Nene are back cool. Nene said they ran into each other at the valet and argued for 30 minutes. Kim Zosiak came back onto the scene. She crashed Nene's white party. This is where the infamous Roach video was made by Brielle Beerman, but she was not a part of the episode thus far. Um, we saw the Kim. The infamous Roach video. Remember when we talked about how Kim Zosiak's daughter posted that video where she said that she saw that Roach in Nene's bathroom? <laughs> no. It was really a water bug. <laughs> and we talked about how the door was open all oh, night. Oh, God, what is going on? Yeah, and that's why Kim and Nene <laughs> hate each other trying now. not to laugh at me. <laughs> yeah, that's why Kim and Nene hate each other now. And so... All of that was going on. Yeah. Well, baby, they busted friends now. Is Sweetie still on the show? I haven't seen her or her shackles. (laughs) I have not. (laughs) I have not. Speaking of shackles, never mind. Sorry. I thought about something that happened to us in Barbados, Mm -hmm. but that's not even relevant to happening right now. The cab driver. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we'll let his ass have it on the way out. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so that was great. <laughs> um, what else happened on The Real Housewives of Atlanta? Seeing Cynthia date has been so interesting to watch because I know her, so I know that like the date part was real. And seeing it, it really is like being on the date. And I just think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. And we finally, out of all the housewives that have gotten divorced because, baby, there is a file folder full. Okay, but out of all the housewives that have gotten divorced, we never have gotten to see one really full force take on dating. And Portia's so dumb. She would have been the perfect candidate because she's younger and cute. And it would have been great to see her, like, get a high-rise condo downtown or midtown Atlanta or whatever and, like, but date she got a man girl. and a baby nup. Right. And a big brown a house. what? Baby nup. She tried to make this nigga sign a baby nup. A baby nup. Yeah. That's right. There's a reason you've never heard of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. right. Don't even need to explain it. That's how bad it was. I figured... Of course, the whole house is beige and brown and neutral. The whole damn house. Like, I just, well, anyway, because that ain't none of my business. I mean, you know, my soul glow ass ain't mad at that. Yeah, but your house is like, it's just a little bit different. (laughs) <laughs> That's something like I am mad. Look, I've been in Porsche's Palace. Them pillows was nice. Was, Not them pillows. I was looking at them furry pillows. I was like I had played with that pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. So that is um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Love and Hip Hop New York. You don't seem enthused. I don't. <sighs> Even from the moment this week when I watched the opening credits, I thought to myself. This is the most thrown-together-ass cast I have ever seen in my life. There's no cohesive anything in the cast. It's just a bunch of people on the show. Is there no one interesting in New York? It's not that there's no one interesting. It's just a bunch of random people thrown together. Oh, so the storylines are weird together. A bunch of people you don't know. Then you have Remy Ma, Little Mo. Snoop from The Wire. <laughs> Snoop. Snoop from The Wire. Um, <laughs> Safari. They used to go with Nicki Minaj. It's funny. Rich Dollars. Um, K. Michelle's ex-best friend. 
A bunch of people you don't know. And it's like everybody's just thrown in a big-ass bowl, and it's just the most confusing thing to watch. Mm. I've given Love and Hip Hop New York several chances this season. I think I'm really about to bow out. And this is the first time that I've ever been like, I just the don't franchise? see the point in watching Love and Hip Hop New York anymore <gasps> this season. So this might be it, you guys, unless something happens or you guys And I know it must be bad because I know it's you usually bad. try. It's like sour milk. It's a terrible, it's just a terrible show to watch. What happened to, um, didn't you guys say Eva was supposed to, Eva Marceau was supposed She's to She's going to be on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She hasn't come she out hasn't yet. Come on oh, yet. okay. Yeah, but she is definitely coming later in the season. Uh-oh. So, um, but yeah, you know, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm interested to see what Love & Hip Hop Miami is going to be. Only because. Who's I, on that? We'll come back to that Trina? Yes. Trina's on there. Oh, do you guys think that's a good idea? For her, yes, um, because we've never seen her on a reality show. As a, Nobody's going to fight member. with her. And outside they of that, not. but outside of that, she makes that type of music. Like the the way that the girls on the show be acting. True. Like she makes the type of music, but she is the type. She's actually a bad bitch. So <laughs> That's like, what I was just her, about to say. You'll see her playing these niggas on the show before you see her having to fight a bitch on the show. But she's Trina, so you won't even see her in those situations like that. And she's still going to be about the music. The music for Trina's always been good. So, like, there's just no wrong she can do. What I love about Trina is that she seems so sweet. Yes. And, and then, then you, you play listen. track one. <laughs> yep. Yes. yep. I love that. I love it. She seems like the sweetest. Like, when you see interviews with her, she just seems so nice. Like, a really yep. nice person. Yes. And then you play her music. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's got so many industry friends. So many yeah, friends Yeah, and she seems very home. well liked she's and respected. She's friends with Keisha Kaur. Right. You know, Who I bad love. bitches, yeah. clean the kitchen, you know. And then, like, like I just feel like she is the most authentic person that could have ever been cast on Love & Hip Hop. She literally is living the life. She's a working rapper, still connected to the streets. Um, her love life is going to definitely be interesting to watch. The opulence is there. It's authentic. We don't have to worry about it being a fraud or a house that they rented for three months to film the show. We know that Trina is about that life. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be very interesting to finally get something real from Love & Hip Hop. Um, And I'm just excited. More go for her. More visibility. um, Another means for her to get money, which means she's only going to continue to look better and better. I love it. I can't wait to watch on January 1st at 9 p.m. On VH1. <laughs> they pulled me in with their promo. Oh my God. A music video? Best promo for a music the, video. For love and hip hop. By the artists that are on the show. They're showing and oh, fucking cool. proving in Miami. So, so bomb. Like perfect production, like perfect promo. And it's Trina. That's enough for me. That's right. Dope. I mean, Trina, hopefully it'll be done right to the point to where maybe someone will take the idea of a love and hip hop uh music from the cast series or some shit. Because I feel like Trina could do that. She's that bad of a bitch. I can't wait. Someone else got to pay attention to the details. I don't get paid for that. So. <laughs> I can't wait. So that's it on the tube, dude. Thank you, Dustin. So now we are going to move on to what you guys want to talk to us about. Oh, yeah. In the, ask- <laughs> in the Asking for a Friend segment. Asante, what you got for us? As per usual, <laughs> don't forget to email us at loudspeakersnetwork.com. The subject for this is, should I tell my boyfriend that I fucked one of my friends? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, what hey a subject. Hey, y'all. Y'all can call me Nova. <laughs> I have a friend, Chris, <laughs> that I've known for a while, and we smoke together and chill every other week or so. 
We've become close friends, but we aren't so close that it could ever become romantic. However, we did have sex once about a month ago. (laughs) And of course, the dick was great. The issue is, shortly after I had sex with Chris, I began dating someone else. We can call him Brandon. (laughs) Since dating Brandon, Chris has hung out with both of us, and I continue to smoke with Chris and spend time with him as well. When we're together, everything is really chill, and we have great conversation. I can't say I haven't been tempted to fuck him again, but it's more of a fleeting thought that happens when I'm high. (laughs) Chris has recently expressed feelings for me, and I can say that at some point I did consider dating him, but I'm extremely happy with Brandon and recognize that it will probably never work out with Chris for other reasons. Chris respects my relationship with Brandon and made it clear that he wouldn't try anything unless we made it, or excuse me, he made it clear that he wouldn't try anything unless we broke up. Of course, my dumb ass, being drunk and high, told him that sometimes I really want to have sex with him. Oops. My question is, should I let Brandon know about Chris's feelings for me? Should I tell him that we've had sex before? Since I hang out with Chris often, would it look bad if he found out through someone else? Is it even his business? Or am I stressing for no reason? Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Hopefully y'all can help me. (laughs) (laughs) So Dustin, so we've got Nova fucking Chris dating Brandon, and asking us, and asking us, Nova, you were going so well and doing so good until you said that you told him you wanted some more. You were do you were batting a thousand, and I would have told you, (laughs) damn it, keep your mouth closed, don't say nothing. It's not an issue. Y'all can smoke and keep chilling. You got yourself together. He has himself together, but that's not true, unfortunately. You don't have yourself together. In fact, you're trying to pull yourself apart and put you and him together. (laughs) So what I think you need to do is calm it on down. Okay. Chris is not the only person that you've had good sex with in your life, I'm assuming. Or maybe he is because I don't know your business like that. But I pro- if you if you were able to designate his sex as good, he's not the only person that you've had good sex with. And so just get over it and stop chilling with him if you can't. What you're doing is completely inappropriate, and you know it. That's why you said oops, and that's why you feel some kind of way anyway. And you have the opportunity right now to change the course of this and not have to tell Brandon nothing. Because telling Brandon is not going to go well, and he is going to have an issue with the fact, well, why are you just now telling me? And then his mind is going to start racing. What person will know that their partner is spending time with somebody that they boned one-on-one with drugs and won't be nervous, right? That's automatically, you know, going to start a war between the two of you. So you need to either shut up and sit it on down or leave Chris completely alone and continue with Brandon. Smoke with Brandon. (laughs) Friend? I mean, I co-sign all of that. And like you said, I think, you know, intuitively we always know the answer, we just kind of want somebody else to say. We it. want to say it out loud and have someone confirm that we that what we're feeling is true or not. But I think the reason you wrote in is because you know it's shady. Okay. <laughs> you already know the answer um, intuitively, and I agree. I think this is a choice point right now where you can cut Chris off. Was his name Chris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cut Chris off and just be like, you know what? I don't want to do this to Brandon. Or you continue your relationship with Chris, but you're honest with Brandon about what it is. And so that it gives him the option of being around that or not. But I think transparency is always the best way to go about it. 
but trust that it's going that Brandon is not going to look it's at you the same. Shit. Yeah, but he has the right. He definitely does. If you if plan you're going to keep on hanging with him, I would want to know. Yeah, like or either just don't say nothing. <laughs> like just stop having those desires and speaking. Why I don't know why you told. Well, I do know mm. why you told. You told him because you want to. You want to mm. do it again. That's why you told him. <laughs> but the fact that you told him complicated everything and mm-hmm. made it even worse. Mm-hmm. You should have just never told Brant. Told Chris that you wanted some more. Mm-hmm. Once you did that, the gates were open. Now he didn't told you he got feelings on for you, but he's not gonna do nothing until y'all break up. He already did something by telling you he's got feelings for you. That was disrespectful to Brandon. He know you got a whole entire boyfriend that he's been around, and he still tells you that he got feelings for you. So y'all are wrong. You know what you're doing is wrong. If you want to do it, that's your business. Just do it with some finesse. Finger roll the ball in the hoop. You know what I'm saying? Oh Start the secret relationship. Now, I'm not mm. going to tell you what no. to do, but friends right. Just leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just be honest with everybody. That's it. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> all I know is, Nova, I'm not judging you at all, but you got to tell uh, Brandon, just because everybody know but Brandon. And I Brandon's know. Brandon's the one. That's another thing. That's Little, the worst. Everybody know what's going on except for Brandon. And Brandon's the one that, you know, you're dating. So at some point, you sp- you trying to build some trust with loyalty, this person. Loyalty, loyalty, So I'm not saying that, you know, t- just tell him, girl, he going to keep you. I just tell him, and you got to work from there. Let him decide whatever he want to do. You could just still be like, you know, look, things are still new with us. I'm just letting you know right now, you know, what happened in the past and what led to the events now. And, you know, from there, maybe you'll work through whether or not you really are trying to move to a certain place with this person. Or maybe from there, y'all decide together. Y'all can just be, a, you know, a little lax on the dating front while you're figuring your shit out. But you're saying, you know, that Chris ain't shit and, you know, it ain't going to work out long term. So I would be just, you know, trying to bat for winning, Brandon, whatever that's going to mean. But it's going to start with the truth. And that's all I can tell you. That's all I got. Anybody else? Anything else? I ain't got nothing to say on it. All right. Well, <laughs> Nova, I think you should write us back and let us know what's going on just because I want to make sure, you know, you are right out there. Because, you know, you can get you a new weed smoking, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, if the dick was so good you had to tell him under the influence, there might be things going on in your relationship that you might need to confront to or sooner rather than later. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, that does it for the Asking for a Friend segment. Now we'll move on to this week's Black Business of the Week. Um, This week, I wanted to shout out Mandy Bowman, who emailed into the show previously. Um, She... She said she took a major leap of faith and she quit her job. Um, It was a nine to seven job so she can build an app. And the app helps support black-owned businesses. So she... Um, it's the first app to alert users when they're near a black-owned business. Oh, so, how cool is that? Um, you can find her app in the App Store. It's uh, QBWS. I actually downloaded the app, and it looks like the interface is really friendly. Oh, I'm sorry, not Q, OBWS. Um, the interface is really dope. I think once it's official Black Wall Street is what that stands for. Official um, Black Wall Street. Yes. Very cool. Uh, you can log in. You can register businesses that you know of so that way it can help other people find it. You can rate businesses that you know of that are on there. I downloaded the app. Uh, Bed of Nails was on there. All, <gasps> all the black restaurants in Harlem were on there. So oh, shit. It's legit. Downloading so, that ASAP. If you download the app and you find that there aren't enough businesses in your area, I just challenge you to find some businesses in your area. Tell them about the app. Register them in the app. 
rate them, review them, make friends in your neighborhood. You never know what you're going to do. So she quit her job to make this app. The app is out. It looks really dope. So in support, I think that everybody should download it, you know, give it a shot, give it some months, see how it how it progresses and, you know, where it goes. And help it grow. And help it grow. Don't download it and say, this is buggy. Ain't nothing even on here yet. <laughs> What's this going to do? Right. Okay. Everybody got to start up somewhere. Everybody so. got to start up. Spread the word. Let's get businesses Open added. Open damn business to put on the Yes, right. That's right. Just to let y'all know, Uber only started in, like, select cities when it first started. It I wasn't remember. available everywhere. I so remember that. It slowly but surely expanded and took over. So that's just going to speak volumes to what a little time is going to do. <laughs> Rally the troops, y'all. <laughs> That's it here for the Black Business. Shout out to you, Mandy Bowman. Uh, I salute you. Thank you for writing in and con- continue to let us know what's up on there and uh, let the friends all know if we can do something for you, okay? Cute. Or with you, you know? <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the church announcements. Yes, yeah, so what do you guys have for us this week? Any good news to share? Well, we have good news together for everybody. True. <laughs> Because on Friday, we're going to be doing our thing. <laughs> December 1st. Yes. It's the last show of the year, too. Last show of the year? The last live show of the year. Ain't that crazy? Crazy. Time flies. <laughs> 2017, baby. Right. This Friday, we'll be in Washington, D.C. Uh, there's a few minimal tickets available at thefriendzonelive.com for our D.C. show this Friday, December 1st. You can check that out for location and exact times. Um, church announcements the doors to the church are open god damn it I will be joining the read in Detroit December 16th <gasps> super excited for that that is that's right so it's time cute. to bring it on home baby the show is sold out so that's a good look and I'll also be hosting um, the damn pop up shop for the read in Detroit right. really so yeah so that is lit um, <laughs> you can watch the reads all their social media pages for um, the location and times for the pop-up shop. It will be coming via those social media channels. So um, this is the read that is on everything. so cute. Yeah, it's cool, right? Hometown love. Yes. It's always fun working with your friends. So I'm excited to go to Detroit and have a little fun at work with Kid Fury and Crystal in the crib, right? So shout and out to me. Detroit. In the crib. Yes, and Asante Picante Bagante. <laughs> That's right. And just one more oh, random shit. thing. Uh, we're having a special guest on Friday for DC. Ooh. So are we going to announce that or we're just going to wait so people can just be like, oh my God, what there the There you hell? go, right there. Like, so... I guess we'll wait. We're going to wait. Look, <laughs> as hard as it is. As hard as it is, right? We're just going to wait. So just, just put it's that out there. It's someone I love. I done told y'all, thefriendzonelive.com. <laughs> if you want to be in on it, be in on it. Doing some big things, okay? <laughs> Friend, what you got in the church announcement? So I know you was on the board. Uh, no, you, I'm actually you looked back at a board, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing, nothing for now. I mean, Come the last stop of, uh, of my wellness tour is coming up in about a week. Mm, Houston, yes. which is bonkers to me that we really completed a 12 city tour. I'm still like on cloud nine about that. <laughs> um, and the other exciting thing is Bitcoin. I cannot wait to talk more to you guys about Bitcoin. I'm a cryptocurrency nerd now, y'all. <laughs> 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 we going to do an episode. I have someone that's going to come talk about it. Because listen, cryptocurrency is the wave. It's the future. And I want to make sure the black folk are in because go, we ain't going to be held people. back. <laughs> like we have have been um obviously cryptocurrency is still you know people are a little scared of it but i have someone that's gonna come in he's black he's from harlem he's dope and he's gonna break it all down so i'm excited yes yeah, so stay tuned yeah i've been nerding out about that that's that's the only thing i can really say 
if this Saturday I will be in New Orleans with the read, I will also be hosting the Q and A segment. There might be potentially a pop up shop, but if there is not, still look out for all of the merch that is on the website shopthereed.com. Yes, we love you guys. Thank you much. Thank you much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you guys. Stay next black week. and protect your magic. Bye. Shout out to Jennifer Hudson for running things, running things. Oh my god. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers ten percent of all e commerce in the U S. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify dot com slash podcast free. All lowercase. Shopify dot com slash podcast free. Shopify dot com slash podcast free. <laughs> 